All right, so it's been a while since I've been touching base with you guys. I know last time we talked a little bit about the law, but I've got a new hobby now. I've been reading parts of the Bible. Interesting. So we ask, what does this have to do with reference to politics? Everything, actually, you guys. It's quite biblical what's happening in front of us right now in our crazy, chaotic year of 2020. So let's dive into the false ideology that we all have been praising for the last so many thousands of years, and let's get this record straight and get it started. So, as we all know, we have an election coming up. We have Trump and we've got Biden. Does anybody realize Kanye West also made the ballot? Just an FYI. He made the VPs. So, just so you know. There's options out there, guys. That all being said, we wonder what this has to do with church, state, religion, and all these progressive leftists. So, but... By no questions at all in my mind, this is an act of God and Satan. These two, these two uh, entities battling it out, essentially trying to get headway on one another to win this election. This is due to the false ideology of Christ that we've all been following for the last two thousand fucking years. And people say, "Well, how do we have a country then with a constitution that upholds with uh, church and state being mixed right there in the in the Declaration?" and under the Pledge of Allegiance. Well, here's how it is. Let's refer to the one of the newest found scrolls of the Bible, which is the Book of Enoch. Catholics like to discredit the Book of Enoch due to the fact that it puts science into the parables of creation. Bottom line. And it is what made me believe in, in God, actually, believe it or not. I, I used to be a naturalist. I still believe in principles of naturalists. But, um, naturalism, excuse me. Um, but, uh, yeah. I do believe in a creator now. And I do believe that a lot of the stuff that happened in the Bible is true. Due to the fact that coincidences don't occur, you guys. Do you know that? That's mathematically impossible to have a coincidence. Everything is mathematically related. To one another, some way, to some degree, to some fraction, some sort of way. In every sense of the words. They're related. Coincidences are impossible, you guys. Remember that. So, this all being said, I think what we're seeing here is what the Book of Enoch had referred to, excuse me, after all was said and done, right before the dinner of Jesus and the twelve disciples. There's an excerpt in Enoch where Judas looks at Jesus and he goes, hey, Jesus, I see you. And Jesus laughs at Judas. And Judas kind of like looks at him like, what the fuck? Jesus goes, ha, you 13th demon. Judas is like, what? I'm 12 disciples? This makes no sense. He listens to Jesus. Jesus furthermore goes on to say, hey, look, I get it. You see me. They all see me. But you guys don't see me inside this body. He goes on to then say that he basically like knows who he is. He knows who his dad is. He knows what he's here for, but he doesn't want to do it. He's scared, and it's it's not right. It's do it, They're doing it under the wrong reasons, basically, is what he gets at. And then he goes on to also say that even after he's dead and gone, after he, he orders Judas to have him, like, ousted so he can be killed, because he wants to abandon the mission, essentially. He's like, I don't want to be here. I don't like it here. I don't like this. This isn't what I'm here for. Like, I, don't, I can't save nobody like this. So he furthermore goes on to say to Judas, like, you guys are going to praise a geist under my name. And it is not the right God. Do not follow any other false idols. 
only follow the word of God and God alone. So these false idols that we've been praising, this Jesuit belief system that we've literally somehow incorporated into our country, even though it's never been once said one nation under Jesus Christ in our Pledge of Allegiance by any means, has been praising a false ideology of Jesus Christ, ultimately giving power to the darkness of the world. It's kind of mind-blowing. So we wonder how this all works out. Well, this gets back into the further the further beginnings of Enoch, beside the point that I just stated with uh, Judas and Jesus. This will predate that, this, this story. So the Nephilim are actually these angels that God had that were like God's watchmen. They're like a security team, right? God had a plan for everything. Everybody basically betrayed God in the, in the story of it all. Like, no shit, it really happens this way. It's odd, it's sad, but it's true. Nobody, nobody kept true to their guns. Like, in any way, shape, or form, at all, ever, anywhere. It's weird. There's a lot of spite, a lot of jealousy, a lot of anger, a lot of sex, a lot of backstabbing. It's basically all the Bible is. So, and it's sad, but it's reality of it. You gotta just remove your emotions from it and the previous, like, conceived connotations that you have in your mind about it and just listen to the story. It's profound. So with that all being said, we predate all of this. And we go to the Nephilim and how the Nephilim came to be. Why we have ghosts and dark, na nasty things on this life. Like why we have demons, why we have um, ghosts, entities, etc., etc. This is due to the Nephilim and their betrayal of God. So the Watchers, a.k.a. the Nephilim, were, <laughs> excuse me, they were, they were intended to watch over mankind so that God's creation would not get harmed. Well, essentially, these angels saw the women of man. They saw their daughters, and they were like, hubba hubba, bitches and hot as hell. And they stray from God and go down to earth to fornicate with the daughters of man. Their children are the giants. Now, get this shit. I'm part native, right? We've always heard stories in the upper Midwest about giants who lived here once. The natives all talk about them. They recorded skeletons, crazy all weird, crazy shit up here. <clears throat> Excuse me. When it comes to these skeletons, okay, with giants. So to many people up in in my state, in Minnesota, that's a real freaking thing that they just don't have an explanation for. But then we look at Enoch, the Book of Enoch, and the excerpts that we talk about here. <coughs> Excuse me. And we realize. Oh shit! They were the Nephilim's children the giants. Ha! So get this shit. They were an abomination, obviously, right? They were not intended to be. So when they died, after they desecrated everything in their path, essentially, because they were destructive beings, due to the fact they were abominations, um, what had happened was, is their souls get damned to earth. And that is what walks the earth alongside of spirits. And that is what you're doing when you drink alcohol. You're inflicting the Nephilim's children to come and disturb your life. Because that's where alcohol, wine, and spirits gets its name from, too, is the uh, Islamic demon of Akul. Akul used to come up from the netherworld and used to eat the souls of man and... Or suck... Or what was it? Suck the souls out of men and eat little children, I guess? This is why Islamics don't believe in drinking alcohol. Well, keep you from getting to Allah. Well, it's because of this. Alcohol, Akul. Literally where it gets its name from, as fucked as that is. 
And then we have wine and spirits. So we talk wine and spirits. Well, what's wine? Well, it's blood of Christ. Who the fuck eats the flesh and drinks the blood of a man who's been dead for 2,000 years other than Satanists? Isn't that blasphemy? It's witchcraft. Huh. Catholics do, though. The only ones who can, you know. Catholics were the first to actually bury their dead, too. Do you guys know that? Death brings death. It's been common knowledge since the beginning of humanity. You have to get rid of a body to alleviate yourself of any of the aftermath of what it, of what the uh, decomposite or the decomposition will cause. Well, Catholics started burying their dead because they believed the bones would bring the person back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Under the false guise of Christ, here you go, guys. This is reality. So how does this pertain to the modern-day politics we see? Well, this has to do with Hollywood and the false ideology that we have behind Hollywood. False ideology in Hollywood means that we are giving power to these false gods that are not God. They're under the guise of Christ, which is not God. It's the Son of God. You are the Son of God. You are the daughters of God. Or the Watchers and the Nephilim, whatever. It all depends. But you are not just the grandson of God. You are the son of God. God made Adam. That is the son of God. There are many. There have been many, many sons of God. Not just one. Not just the ultimate one either. So with this all said, why are you worshiping his son, your brother? Isn't this how Cain dropped Abel? Isn't it? It's funny how history repeats itself, isn't it, you guys? Genuinely repeats itself over and over and over again until we cannot stand it. We don't even see it, and it's right in front of our faces. It's a tragedy. So, what we see now happening in our world, around us right now, the prophecy even talks about, in the Bible, about the fact that there's going to be 2,000 years of darkness, and then there will be 1,000 years of enlightenment. It's been 2,020 years, you guys. I think it's about time we're going to get some enlightenment, eh? Think about it. Make good choices, everyone. Stay tuned. I'll bring more.